Gary the Goose here. This is part 2 of Hard Cider Cinema Reviews. This week we review the cult classic thriller, When a Stranger Calls. Not the new one, but the one that is old as fuck. Just so there's no confusion. From 1979 not 2006. The one with, Carol Bloody Kane, not. What's her name again? Oh yeah that's right, we don't give a fuck. Gary out. Alright, so uh, our second movie that we're going to review tonight on Hard Cider Cinema Reviews is When a Stranger Calls. When a Stranger Calls, 1979. From 1979, the original film, When a Stranger Calls. Oh, gee. You can go watch this on YouTube. It is actually, uh, you know, free 99. So if you got time at work, which we all know you do, uh, after you listen to this podcast, go watch the movie. It's actually not bad. It's different. Um, you got to remember that movie's from 1979, though. They don't have the That's same right. formula as we do today. When a Stranger Calls from 1979 stars Charles Dunning and Carol Kane. Yep. And Charles Dunning actually has been in a shit ton of movies. Like, I actually forgot. When I went back and rewatched this, I forgot that he was who the main detective was in this movie. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I've seen him in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he's one of those guys that when you see him, you're like, holy shit. Like, and by the way, I got to say, uh, Carol Kane, you know, she always had a very interesting look to her her whole life, at least as 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 what I've seen her in. And then her as a young person, you're like, she actually doesn't look that bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, as a young, like, all right. So if 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 you are not well-versed in cinema, Carol Kane was the grandma in Adam's family. That's right. As the wacky grandma. She was also in uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, as my wife mentioned and um, she was in something else. Like, she just plays those kind of characters. She was in uh, The Princess Bride. There you go. But she always had, like, this wacky look to her, and I feel like she had a very unique voice. Like, once you hear her, you know it's her. Now, I watched this probably, I don't know, six months ago, waiting for Alex to watch it. Alex, you just finished watching it just now. Uh, so you could probably be better at giving us the quick synopsis of this movie. <laughs> yeah, since I watched it maybe a couple hours ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this movie, and yeah, I've got shit to say about this movie too. Uh, so the whole movie starts off with uh, Carol Kane's character, who is a babysitter, uh, is watching some kids, starts getting calls from a, a landline that it's some guy going 
checked the kids? Have you checked the kids? Have you checked the kids? And he keeps calling. Have like, you checked the children? Yeah, have you checked the children? And then she freaks out, and then she calls the cops, and she does this and that, and she never goes checks the fucking children. Not once. Side note. Uh, <laughs> not once. Because that, and that's what he says every fucking time he calls. Have you checked the children? Have you checked the children? Yeah. She's like, fuck no, and I ain't going to either. <laughs> Which, you got to say, that's pretty smart on her behalf uh, in the retrospect of things. Um, so the movie then abruptly ends, or not ends, but it stops at one point where she opens the door and there's some guy standing there. You're like, oh shit, it's the killer. And it's not, it's the police. And all of a sudden they, it's like, she's not there. And then like the parents are there crying and the cops are going, yeah, the guy was in the bedroom the whole time, but the kids, he murdered the children and everyone's okay. And you're kind of like, wait, is the babysitter alive? Is she dead? Is she not like, what the fuck happened to her? And then they kind of fast forward seven years and the guy that was in the bedroom that murdered the kids, he's now loose. He's just out. He, well, he's not out. He escaped from the mental facility. Yeah. And the father hired a private investigator to find this guy. And it doesn't really reference the parents or the babysitter at all. It's just about this guy trying to find. And then all of a sudden you see the guy who you didn't see before, but now you see him all of a sudden and he's like, this is the guy. And you see him walking around. He's like trying to hit on some lady at a bar. He gets the shit kicked out of him because he's like being creepy. And then he follows her home, which is also creepy. And then he walks in her house and sits down and she's like, you should leave. I'm like, is this the way people were back in the seventies? Cause this is fucking, <laughs> Like, if someone did that shit to me now, I would whoop someone's ass and kick the ass out of the house. Like, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the in private investigator gets somehow tracks down that woman that he walked in her house, and they get together, and they're like, hey, we're going to find this guy. And then for some reason, the private investigator is like, he – He's an ex-cop that you see in the beginning of the scenes, and yeah, he's the original detective from the first when, murders. Yeah, from the first murders. Yeah, and uh, one of the guys that was on the scene that night, he's still on the force. Well, he goes talks to him, and he's basically like, "Hey, I'm gonna kill this guy." <laughs> yeah, and the, and the guy like, and I noticed this in the movie, and they do this in all old movies. Is the person after someone says something fucking crazy? They get up and close the door. <laughs> they do this in every fucking movie that I, I sort of got from that era. That's like, oh, you, oh shit. Okay, hold on. Let me get up. Let me close the yeah, door. Wait a minute. This I didn't know that this was going to be a door closed conversation. Let me let me get the door real quick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Continue. We, we, we can have just yeah. <laughs> Julie from accounting walking by. <laughs> like, is he going to kill that guy? Who is he going to kill? I'm going to sit here by the water fountain and listen. That's right. Um, so he closes the door, <laughs> as you do in those conversations. Right. Uh, he then they tells him how. He's like, well, how are you going to do it? And you're like, wait a minute. Aren't you a cop? Right. <laughs> He's like, no, that motherfucker deserved it. He's like, yeah, he kind of did. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to kill him with some needles or some he, some random shit like that. And you're like, okay, what? I don't 
I don't know what that is, but okay. Sure, go ahead. He's going to like inject him with some kind of poison or some bullshit. And then the cops basically like, all right, kind of thing. He's like, hey, you'll never see me again. And then it goes on to the detective tracking him down to this bar where he's like hitting on the creepy chick. He, uh, the killer attacks the woman from the bar. The cop arrives. The killer escapes. He gets out. And well, yeah, he, he, uh, he followed her home. Yeah. And he's in his he house. He followed her home and was hiding inside of her fucking closet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was hiding inside the house. And then, like, the detective and the woman are talking. He's like, you okay? You okay? She's like, yeah, I'll be fine. And he's, he's like, deadbolt this shit. Lock it up. Make sure no one can get in. Don't answer the door, even if, like if anyone knocks, right? So she locks it up and then all of a sudden the killer's already in the house. Then he like grabs her and she just like screams and somehow the detective runs up to, hears her, runs up the stairs, picks the lock with the needle thing and opens the door and the guy runs out the back window down like a flight of stairs that was out back for some, like a fire escape. I'm like, well, no fucking wonder. Like it was like fire escapes that you see in like New York. It was like, a long I don't know it it just it seemed way too um, and then he disappears again and then the cop tracks him down to a homeless shelter and then the guy sees him and then they have a chase and I gotta say the killer is skinny this cop's kind of hefty there's no way that cop would have kept up as much as he did but it was a glorious chase scene where he's running through and they're slinging plates and fucking fruit and shit like that and then he disappears again yeah yeah, they have a random fucking food fight in the middle of this fucking chase scene. Yeah, like they're running through a hallway that is full of fucking food, like fruit and vegetables, just in boxes. And there's barely enough room to walk by, and the killer's just fucking throwing the shit, and the guy's throwing it back. It's just so fucking random. Uh, oh, yeah, and you're right. The fucking killer is definitely a, an athletic built guy and this private detective is fat as fuck yeah and he's somehow he's like and he's not even really running running he's like doing the fucking michael the michael myers bit where he's just fucking walking and still right behind the fucking <laughs> in a full yeah. sprint <laughs> well there the couple times they had the cop run you could tell you're like dude you don't do this that often do you because it was it was awkward like he was like penguin waddling running i don't know how else to put it he uh, just you could tell he was out of breath at the end of that scene he's like how many times we gotta do this uh, all right two more takes and i'm done fellas um <laughs> so yeah so then they chase him and then all of a sudden like it was in the middle of the night and everyone in this homeless shelter is asleep but then when they're running down the stairs the killer jumps over the stairs runs out and then all of a sudden all these fucking people walk in the building like 20 people that kind of get in the cop's way and you're like, wait, wouldn't, what wasn't it in the middle of the night? Wasn't everybody asleep? Uh. Why are there still more people coming into this thing? Why is there 20 of them uh. all at one time? But cause they were all at the bar together drinking. <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> so they get separated. Well, then it's, then all of a sudden they're going to tie in the beginning of the movie with the end of the movie. And the babysitter now is, married to some rich guy who has two kids and they have two kids and they go out to dinner just like the couple that went out to dinner in the beginning of the movie when she was the babysitter and there was some babysitter there for her this time 
and as they're out at dinner, he's his her husband tells like I got a raise, we're gonna make all this money, and they're like, "Excuse me, ma'am, you have a phone call." And she picks up the phone by the host stand, and he's like, "She's like, hello," and they're like, "Have you checked the children lately?" She's like, ah! and it loses it, starts blood curdling screaming, and everyone starts rushing in, and then. I guess they have the cops follow her home and the kids are fine. Uh, and then she can't sleep. And the husband's like, here, I'll put a shotgun next to bed. Cause you know, I'm a light sleeper and I'm good at shooting. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then she keeps going, checking on the kids. And then all of a sudden, like the lights go out and she's like, well, that's not weird. And she just flips on the oven light. And then she goes in to the kid's bedroom and they have candy She's like, where'd you get that candy? And the kid's like, I'm asleep. And she's like, yeah, that's not weird. <laughs> and then she, she goes, lays in bed, and she hears some crazy shit. Like, you're thinking, it makes you think that the killer's in the closet, even though I'm sitting there thinking, bitch, it's the guy laying next to you. Uh, <laughs> which it was. Yeah. And then she's like, turns on the light. She's trying to nudge her husband. Like, I think someone's in the closet. And then the guy turns over and it's the killer. And then at that point, um, they kind of wrestle and then he kind of like lifts up. And then the, the, the detective shoots him in the chest like three or four times. Who just randomly shows up inside the house. Yeah. Now, granted, I will say, her home line was disconnected and he that was one scene and he tried to call and then he called the cable company and they're like well, what's up with this like well it could be disconnected it could be wiring issues so he was like oh shit something's going down so he goes over there that was the only i'm like that's that's far-fetched but i guess it's what you got to work off of dude you also have to think that this movie was made in the 70s this before 40 years yeah. of the horror movie tropes of the guy being in the fucking bed with you when you lay down. Because at, at the time that this was made, you didn't see that shit in the movies all the time. Oh, yeah. it That was pro that probably blew people's minds. We're like, <gasps> yeah. like they just lost it. Yeah, like, he was in the bed the whole fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> now the whole reason that we are watching this movie is because i told the story <laughs> on this podcast about how when i was a little kid uh my mom had me as a little kid watch this movie and then walk my buddy home who lived like three blocks away and then walk back by myself all in the pitch black dark at like 10 o'clock at night but dude when I rewatched this movie as an adult, I don't remember anything past when at the beginning of the movie, when the babysitter opens the door and that's a detective. Yeah. I feel like at that point in the movie, my mom looked at the clock and was like, Oh shit. Mark has to be home. You got to go walk him home real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what happened. Cause like, I thought about that too. The beginning of the movie is the best part of the movie. Like I didn't need the last half. Yeah. If you you could have, and I'm sure the remake they stretched that first part out, but you could have just done that, dude. Because I have the I have the remake on DVD, and it is just the first half of the movie. The whole movie is. Oh, yeah. That's all you need. You don't need that second and half. I, and that's where the movie ends. Yeah. The yeah. 
the the sequel is the second half of the movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. I mean, that's like every horror movie thing ever. Right. Uh, yeah, but totally. I thought about that as I'm watching this. Like, yeah, no wonder you all got fucking scared. It's about a psycho murderer that kills fucking children. And your mom's <laughs> like, hey, won't you go walk him alone in the dark by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're fine. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll be here when you get back. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they probably just watched the whole rest of the movie while I'm out walking my friend back home. And they're like, "Oh, I wonder what's taking Mike so long." <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> but yeah, the best part of that was when I got to my buddy's house and he went inside and he turned around from this door. And looked at me and was just like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. And I just sprint it home the whole three blocks. <laughs> so what'd you, what, would you, uh, what would you say about this movie? Do you like this movie? It's a good movie, bad movie. Like it, love it, hate it. I actually, all right, so I didn't hate it. I, actually, I didn't mind it. It was for... What I've already seen, let me all right, let me put it this way. Like back in the seventies, I wouldn't even lie then, but um uh, I could see where it would have been a great movie. Today, with all the movies we've seen, I feel like it reminds me of like an episode of like law like a weird fucking criminal minds or law and order. Yeah. You know? Dude, yeah. This could definitely be an episode of Law and Order. Yeah. So that being said, I would definitely give it because it, it, it was entertaining. It didn't leave me with questions like the other ones. I, you know what? I'll give it like a seven. Why not? I'll be generous. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. It it, it wasn't bad. It it, def, it kept my inter, it kept me entertained, but it was definitely a little slow for sure. Seven beers. Yeah. Seven beers is what I need to enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's how we're doing the scale, then I got to rethink. I got to rethink coming <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we should. All right. Not this time, but from now on, how many beers you need to enjoy the movie? <laughs> that, that that's great. That, One that's to ten it. beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, I kind of liked. I actually kind of liked the man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot better than I liked this movie. Yeah. It's just, it was just too, uh, I just couldn't put myself in that time era in that place. Yeah. And it just, it just, it just didn't feel, I just couldn't put myself there. Yeah. I, I will say I do. I, I actually do like the man who killed Hitler and Bigfoot better. I was given the, when a stranger car was more because it is, I'm going to pull it under. It's a classic. It's old, you know, it's before my time, so I can't appreciate it as much. So I'm giving a little bit of fluff for that reason. Cause I'm like, all right, it's like, I dude, I, it's like, I tried to watch, uh, Oh, what's that one with Elizabeth Taylor? Uh, it's like, um, uh, Queen of, oh my God, it's about her being like Cleo, Cleopatra. It was Cleopatra, dude. Yeah. It was on Netflix. It might still be, dude. That shit is fucking like four or five hours long. 
And Jesus. every time you're like, damn, that's the end of the movie, you're like, fuck no, I've got two more hours to go. <laughs> and it see that kind of that kind of stuff will be like a mini series nowadays. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you gotta think back in the day, that movie was made for uh it was made for a movie theater, which it was one of those where they just played whatever all day long. Yeah. So if you wanted to sit there all day, you could. Or, and like, you know, they would play a movie, then they play the news and maybe a cartoon, and then they play another movie. So essentially it was TV. Right. But you would pay to go to these things. And that's how people got, you know, their news, cartoons, all that kind of stuff in there. That's where people saw it all. Well, that's what this movie was for. Because, like, there would be intermissions and they'd be like, you know, we're starting here, but you're going to watch this shit for six hours. <laughs> if you're actually going to watch the whole movie, that's kind of what I'm putting it under. Not saying it's the same caliber, but dude, the, uh, when a stranger calls, I feel like, I guess it's the time era, but I feel like I am so much smarter than every fucking character in this movie. Like all the good guys. All the good guys are so retarded in this movie. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> every one of them, every single one of them, and all the yeah. victims, all the victims make no sense. They have no common sense. Yep. The main girl, uh, Miss Mrs. Kane, she just completely flips her lid anytime anything happens. She's just screaming off the hinges. Yeah. And then the girl who like he snuck into her apartment and was hiding in her apartment. Like she's retarded. She just, I keep using the, I keep using the R word. I probably shouldn't use the R word. <laughs> you probably shouldn't, <laughs> but she's just not very bright. Yeah. And then, and then also like how crappy are the fucking locks from the 1970s that this fucking detective can go with a fucking needle a syringe yeah. and pick a fucking lock in like two seconds. Oh, dude, it's so easily. And then also, if you think about it, he had to have broke down or broke out the, uh, oh, what is it? The, the chain lock. Yeah. Which they didn't like that just disappeared for some reason. Dude, he's so big. All he had to do was just run and shoulder check that door and it would have busted the whole probably frame right out of the side of that apartment. Oh yeah. One good one good full body throw. Yeah. That 300 pound man would have went through that door like nothing. <laughs> like nothing, dude. The whole yeah. the whole side of the wall right there would have came down with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he would have been inside that apartment in zero seconds flat. <laughs> yeah. And then he could have done whatever the hell weird shit he wanted to do. That's right. Yeah. And then the the babysitter who's now seven years older with two kids and has a husband, this husband, how pathetic is he? <laughs> yeah. I oh, forgot about that. Yeah, he's knocked out in the... I'm guessing he was going, Ugh. Yeah, he was the one that was in the closet. She thought the dude was in the closet. But he was the one in the closet all tied up, yeah, right? Yeah, he was just knocked out. Which, I got to say, for the 70s, 
He had a pre- like he was a white guy, but he had a pretty sweet fro. <laughs> I I gotta bring that up. It was uh it was definitely iconic of the seventies. Oh, yeah. And their suits were too. I was like, dude, look at this fucking guy, right? Like this guy is fucking sweet. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet you they eat fondue every Sunday. Yeah, but dude, <laughs> the killer had to have hit him with something really heavy to get through that fro and knock him out like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he he definitely. That's what I was thinking. He knocked him out for sure when she was gone down in the basement or doing whatever. Probably with the gun butt that he had sitting right next to the bed. And so he snuck in, and then at that point he was pretending that he was the wife, and he snuck in the bed next to him, all cuddling up on behind him, and then he's like, "Honey, uh." Did you bring a banana to bed with you? <laughs> yeah. Something keeps poking me in my back. Uh, yeah. And then he like reaches over and grabs the gun. And he's like, honey, why is your arm so hairy? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden. The better to see you with, my dear. Um, but yeah, but he talked to such a good game when they were first going to bed. Like he was going to protect her and he, you know, was going to yeah. do all this he, shit. He didn't do shit. He was doing that classic boyfriend husband thing where he's just kind of like, ah, I got it. He's just really like, like, can you just stop freaking out so we can go to bed? I'm tired. Right. He's like, I'm not going to do nothing. Nothing's going to happen. And then shit popped off. And uh, see, I'm just the opposite. I'm like, Mandy, go something. There was a noise. Go check it out. Will you go see what that was? <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> there might be a ghost in there. Go check it out for me. <laughs> can you go look? I heard a I heard a little girl crying in the other room. Can <laughs> yeah. you go see what that was? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude, I'm gonna give this. I like I like the other one better, but I think I'm gonna give them the same beer scale. I'm gonna give them both fives, both five beers. Yep, five beers. Yeah, from now on, we'll we'll give it on how many beers you have to have to enjoy it. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Hell, we could do a. As long as we pick crappy old movies, we could do reaction videos. Uh, as soon as we figure out how to do it, where me and you will sit here like on a computer or have like a a web camera, and uh, we'll we'll show our face drinking, watching these movies, and we can literally count how many we drink. <laughs> Dude, I can do that with my phone. Like I can just set up. I can just set up my phone to video record us and then we can just sync it up to the movie like later on. Like I could later yeah. on I can sync it up to the movie and then play the movie and play well, I don't even know I don't even think technically you can show the movie. Well, so that's part of it is you can show it, but it's gotta be very small on the bottom like right hand box of it. Uh Okay. And it's because it's so small you can't really actually see the definition and you're actually watching our reactions not the actual movie. Gotcha. But you'd have to watch yeah, like but we also got to watch some shitty movies cuz if it's anything that's uh anything that's any good, we're not going to be able to, but it's something to think about. Something we might do here on Subless Thoughts. All right, all right. Yeah. Actually, I think we know what we're going to do on our next on our next episode of Hard Cider Cinema Reviews. Hard Cider Cinema Reviews. That's right. It is going to be Mom and Dad Save the World and what was the one you said Mom and Dad? Yeah, it's just called Mom and Dad. 
there with Nicolas Cage. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. That's you can't right. go wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for it. I, and I've never yeah. seen the I've never seen the Mom and Dad Save the World. Yeah. And apparently you've never seen Mom and Dad, so Nope. I where this is exciting. <laughs> That's funny cuz I started watching Mom and Dad Save the World the other day. So, yeah, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to make Cassie right. watch it because that's what I was doing before. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, count how many beers it takes you to finish it, maybe. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I will. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here, Alex? <sighs> Nothing that pops in my head. No, me neither. Both of these movies get five beers from me. I get a six and a seven. And if you guys uh, have any further suggestions as far as uh, – Movies that you would want us to review on the uh, Hard Cider Cinema Reviews. Uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at thoughts at gmail.com and in the, uh, in the subject, put Hard Cider Cinema Reviews and then you can just list your movies right there. Yeah, give us all you got. Weirder the better. Yeah, hopefully it's really fucking obscure. The, the most obscure, the better. Something that something that we'll probably have to pay for just to watch because it's not even on Netflix or Disney Plus or Hulu or or YouTube. Alex, Alex will probably actually even have it on DVD. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> if he doesn't, if he doesn't, Mandy or I, <laughs> Mandy and I might have it because we've got a shit ton of DVDs too. Just some random old. You know, Mandy used to just buy DVDs at the store that yeah. were like a buck because she's like, it's a dollar. Why not? Like, have you ever? Have you ever seen this movie? No. Do you know what it's about? No. Okay. <laughs> it was just a dollar, though. We're like, all right. Cool. Well, now we own it. I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, follow the Instagram at Cerberus Thoughts. Follow Facebook at Cerberus Thoughts. And follow Twitter at Think Cerberus. <laughs> or just search yeah. Cerberus Thoughts. Cerberus Thoughts. <laughs> hey, dude. You know what? What? Stay cheesy and keep it greasy. Stay cheesy, keep it greasy. That's right. We'll catch you on the fleasy. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the skillet. <laughs> <laughs>